Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Irregular Podcast. How's everyone doing today? My name's Sarah. And I'm Bobby. Welcome back. Yeah. So uh, tell me what's going on with you. Not much. Um, I got a nice trip coming next week. I'm going, going? To, going to Utah, going to Salt Lake City and then uh, visit my buddy out there. And um, it's going to be interesting. We do a lot of hiking and stuff like that. I went out around this time last year for the first time and I, I've been addicted to that state ever since yeah you talked about if you were to move somewhere that's probably where you would want to move yeah if it's tough i don't know i probably would i don't i have to go and experience it again to see if it's a place that i would actually live or if it's just a place that like i really really like visiting mm-hmm. you know but uh i never in a million years would have thought that i wanted to go to utah until my buddy and his husband moved there they were like, yo, come out and visit. And I went out and I was like, holy fuck. The best place, the best word to describe is that place is magical. I, there's something about it. It's just, it's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I've seen your pictures. They're insane. Yeah, and they're all cell phone pictures, which is... Mind-blowing. Unbl- yeah, like imagine if I actually had a nice camera and skills. Like, the fuck... It blows my mind. It just, it literally blows my mind. So we got a lot planned. We're going to go out... Um, do a couple hikes first couple days and then um we're gonna go out to the desert out in moab for two days and spend two days out in the desert and then come home uh home quote unquote and then i think we're gonna hit the uh, bonneville salt flats and like hike like a mile or two out into the salt flats with chairs and like a case of beer and just like get fucked up in the middle, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the middle. I mean. <laughs> yeah like what else do you do like bring like a fucking radio and just like jam the music and just get fucking annihilated and in then, the beauty of nature yeah in the beauty of nature it's so lame it sounded so <laughs> stupid but like yeah just get fucked up out there and then like you sober up on like a mile or two walk back and then drive the fuck back home and then but try know. not to die on that walk You'll I mean, be, I'll I probably mean. fall and fuck over by then, but <laughs> it's whatever. It gives a shit. It should be fun. I'm I'm pretty pumped. So, and it'll be my best friend. Um, it'll be his first time going out there too. So, me and him are gonna go out. Who's going with you? Wags. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's heading out. Um, with me, we're leaving on Tuesday. So, um, and it's gonna be interesting. He he's never been out there. Um, I don't think, I don't think Wags has ever been on the west coast now i think about it i mean i don't really consider utah west coast i I mean it's much further west than fucking pennsylvania is yeah i would just consider that like more central central midwest or something central west whatever he i don't think he's gone that far west let's just put it that way i don't know i'll have to find out exciting times yeah he's gonna he's gonna have a really really good time we we like are so so lame and like made like an itinerary for the whole trip like so we know where we're going at you know what days and whatnot it's fucking lame but whatever i just want to uh make sure that we see the most of the state as possible i feel like you're like that though like you like to know what you're gonna do because you're like a future-minded person yeah so it depends like if i'm going to a beach i don't fucking care I, I could wake up at fucking noon or I never wake up at noon, but I could wake up at like nine and lay till noon and then like not have any fucking plans whatsoever. And just like, just be like hella West coast and just be like, hella. Whatever. Yeah, just be like hella West coast and just be like, fuck it. Like, I don't even care. But then if I'm going somewhere where like there's activities and stuff, I want to make sure like things are structured so I can get the most out of all of the activities that we have planned you know because i don't want to go out there and like i said like sleep in and fucking chill till yeah fuck around till noon and like miss like a dope sunrise or something you know or like go on an awesome hike and whatever like fuck that like i want to i want to get the most out of the state as possible yeah and i don't know enjoy your time with your friends absolutely what about you what do you got going on um, I actually, so it's almost my birthday, national holiday, oh, September Jesus. 25th. <laughs> national holiday, everyone. <laughs> well, it's a national holiday. Like I've mentioned it before, but because my two best friends also have my birthday. So we always are like, oh, the only day of the year that matters. <laughs> mark, mark it in your calendars. Yeah. Oh, um, feel free to cash at me or whatever you want to do. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> she's like, I'm just kidding, but she's not. But like, wink, wink. Um, so I'm going to go back to 
I'm going to go back home. So San Francisco Bay Area. I'm so excited because I've been a little bit homesick lately. So I'm just excited to see my parents, my brother, uh, my best friend, Mackenzie's going to come up and hang out. And I'm honestly, the only reason I'm going home is to get this bacon mac and cheese that's like my favorite from a restaurant near my house. It was my last meal out there too. And That's the only reason. Not because like, like, yeah, your mom and dad are out there, family. I mean, they're like a bonus, but like the bacon mac is everything to me. What makes it so good? What makes it any different than a bacon mac and cheese out here? It is. I can't even describe it. I I, like it's just so creamy and like salty and horrible for you and fattening. Creamy. Yeah. I love me some cream. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the way you're so uncomfortable anyway yeah so i'm excited to see my family miss them very very much and yeah just get a little bit of west coast time i'm hoping the smoke has died down by then actually my buddy who i'm going out to visit his name's mike um mike said the same thing he's like dude i hope the smoke doesn't like fuck up any um sunsets and stuff like that like on our hikes and whatnot because obviously yeah. All the way over there, he's like, it can it can get fucked up. And I'm like, dude, I fucking hope not. Which is weird because it's two states away. Like, there's Nevada, then Utah. So, like, the fact that it's so smoky there, too, from California. Mm-hmm. My parents have been, like, sending me pictures where, like, the sky is literally orange. And it looks like the fire is in their backyard. All from a gender reveal. I mean. Incredible. Yeah. If you're going to go big, go like that's going big. I mean, like, just set the whole state on fire for your child. <laughs> I mean, does it get any better? Like, I wonder what's going to happen when that child grows up to be like 18 years old and just be like, hey, just so you know, back in 2020, when literally apocalyptic shit happened the entire year, you were part of that. You There was a reason for that. And it was your fault that half the state's on fire. And people have lost their houses and all this stuff because your parents wanted to throw a party for you. So, you know. Yeah. I wonder thank if you they, for that, I wonder if they grow up, like, privileged as fuck or, like, you know what I mean? Like, I wonder, like, what what benefits are, are going to come from that for that child? It's going to be really interesting. But I also wonder, like, if the parents were fined or anything. I haven't seen anything on that. Oh, they're fucked. They're going to get fucked so bad. Yeah. They have to. They have, they live a fucking state on fire. A state, I not like like oh man, uh, they're like a dumpster fire like on the corner. Like no, like they lit an entire state on fire. <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah, and also, so then maybe the child will end up in the system. Yeah, just like right off the rip, like yeah. comes out and they're like, yeah, you guys aren't you know fit parents. Give me the fucking kid. <laughs> or they're in jail or something. So it's oh just my like, God. I don't think they should go to jail. I was talking to Mike about that. I don't think they should go to jail just because like at the end of the day, it is an accident. That's right? true. So like. Do you deserve to go to jail? No, but you should definitely be fined and be kind of fucked because, you, again, you lit the fucking state on fire. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Don't get burnt when you get out there. I mean, I feel like people burn me all the time, so. <laughs> so people burn you all the time? <laughs> Is that right? All right. So I have herpes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of burn. (laughs) Yeah, I got burned by someone not telling me that they got herpes and they gave it to me. Yeah, there you go. Oh, my God. (laughs) Nice little leeway. (laughs) (laughs) Or segue, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean. Speaking of burning, it burns when you pee. Dirty love. (laughs) 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 It burns when you pee. Hell, yeah. That was actually, that was good. There you go. I like that. Yeah, so, I mean, let's. I want to totally break the stigma on herpes because I feel like everybody has it. And you have herpes and you have herpes. <laughs> like, like Oprah. Like Oprah <laughs> just handing all the, all the herpes out. Yeah, like spread the love, spread the herb. So, so tell us your story about how you got it and any other STDs that you possibly have had or still have, <laughs> currently have. <laughs> yeah, so like the STDs that I have, I got lucky and they're the ones that literally never go away. <laughs> there you go. It's the gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) Correct. But I feel like I got STDs because it was the universe's way of saying, Sarah, slow the fuck down and stop being a dirty little whore. Oh, that's that's what the universe thought? (laughs) Yeah, I think honestly because it really did slow me down. So I got herpes when I was living in sober living about five years ago. And I just remember – 
my vagina was on fire mm-hmm. and I, I couldn't sit. I couldn't like do anything. It just hurt so bad. And then I took a mirror and I looked down there because at first I thought it was yeast infection. So I tried to cure it like or fix it with that way. And then I looked in a mirror down there and I was like, whoa, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So I, um, I went to the doctor. They did like a little swab test to make sure that I had herpes. And there's two types of herpes. Um, there's one and two. So I think it's with one um, most of the population has. Um, I need to look this up. Yeah, take your time. I don't remember which kind I. Have. I'll drop. I'll drop another herpes joke in the meantime. <laughs> the good. You want to know the good thing about herpes? What? Can only get it once. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So it. Uh, herpes one is the one that's typically oral, and like eighty percent of the population has that. Mm-hmm. Um, herpes two is typically genital, but you can still pass on herpes one or, or herpes two like to the other area like to your mouth or to your butt or whatever and so i was lucky enough to um have herpes one which is the more popular one popular nice. and but i got it in my vagina so someone went down on me when they had an outbreak on their lip and then bam that gave you so it they had type one but they went down on you with their type one herpes. I don't yeah. know if it's type one or whatever. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna call one. it type, we're gonna call it type one. And then you wound up getting type two. No. So I have so you can test for both of them. Okay. I just I have type one on my vagina. Oh. Type two is typically the one that's genital, but you can still pass it to like the mouth or whatever. And um so type one, I think like sixty percent of the population has, and type two, I think twenty percent or something. Okay. Um. So that's like one nice thing that I can tell people when I'm explaining to them that, that I have. You have the normal one. Yeah, I'm like, oh, like I have the one that you probably have, so okay. it's fine. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's like no big deal. But it's it is an awkward conversation to have. Yeah, I mean, I bet. I mean, again. Like I like we talked about right before we started recording here. Like I said, listen, you're gonna take this one and run with it because it's kind of like the drug addict one where I have no fucking clue. Right. I don't. I like trust me. I know what STDs are. I know the ramifications of them. And, and you know people who have her. I know people who have them and all that stuff. But you know, I'll be honest. Somehow, some way, I've never had anything. Nothing. Anything. Nothing. Like not even. Like your typical, you know, I'll take a pill for a week and, you know, it goes away. Nothing. You were a frat boy. I would think that you'd have like chlamydia. Everyone has chlamydia. (laughs) I am. Yeah, I am. I'm pretty shocked. Just, you know, not because I'm like I'm a man whore and I, you know, practice unsafe sex and stuff like that. I have. I'm not going to lie. But like, you know, I'm just shocked just because I know that so many people do have it. And I never, ever, ever once had one. The and. The last time I got tested, it was funny because that was my only quote unquote scare, I guess you could say, um, because they were like, yeah, you know, I, I went and got a new doctor or something like that. Or I was at the doctor's for something. They took blood and they were like, do you want us to test for, you know, all these STDs? I was like, does it cost me anything extra? And they're like, no. So I was like, OK, fucking do it. They're like, cool. You'll hear back from us in three days. I was like, OK, no problem. Well, like two weeks went by and I was like driving my car i remember driving to the gym and i was like and i passed in my doctor's office i was like wait a minute i never fucking heard from them i was like oh god did they find like some new std that they're like doing studies for like (laughs) am i the fucking you know am i the uh the beta one of like like this is fucked like i definitely came up with something new and they have no fucking clue and on top or either that or i was thinking like even worse like fuck they found some other shit in my blood from you know my past of having cancer and they're fucking dealing with that and i was like god damn it and literally as i'm thinking about it they called back they called me and they're like oh we have your test results i was like yeah and they're like oh yeah you're good i'm like well don't sound so goddamn chipper you made me wait for fucking two (laughs) weeks like jesus christ you were supposed to call me back in within hours you know 72 hours and we're now fucking like two and a half weeks later like what are you doing but that I also th- means they weren't worried about it you know they're yeah. like oh we'll get to it we'll just have him like <laughs> yeah we're just like yeah he's good so like seat, yeah. let's just like keep him on the edge of his seat i guess but that's pretty much like my only 
scare quote unquote you know for the most part so again i'm gonna let you run with this and i'm just gonna kind of sit here listen and ask questions when i can maybe make fun of me (laughs) more than likely make fun of you yes yeah so when i have conversations with people about it a lot of people uh, whoa my voice just cracked (laughs) a lot of people are they say oh you know you should wait a few dates so they get to know you but like that up last time yeah but like I tend to just say it on the first date because I'm like, yo, like, I don't really want to waste my time. If you're not going to be cool with this ever, then, you know, let's just get to it. So I don't we don't keep seeing each other. Yeah, but why don't you just like ease them into it? Like, you know, what I mean, like you're literally like, all right, here, you know, does this table work for you? And you're like, yeah. And you sit down. And he's like, oh, it's a nice place. And you're like, yeah, I got herpes. <laughs> like, that's usually I'm like, Jesus, like, come on. I mean, I'm not on your dates, obviously, right. but like, that's kind of what I imagine your dumb ass doing. So. <laughs> and you're not far off. <laughs> yeah, you're not far off. She's like, normally I say like, hi, how are you? And then right. it's, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, how was your day? What'd you do? Oh, like, do you want some herpes? <laughs> do you want, and he's like, yeah, I'll have like, do you want to split mozzarella sticks or appetizers? She's like, yeah, I'm going to give him a side of my herpes. And he's like, what? And you're like, oh yeah, by the way. So do you have like a uh, do you have like a speech like a, like a line for line not like a speech like yeah. handwritten out but like do you have like an idea of like what you say Yeah, I honestly I just copy and paste something from my notes to my phone. No, I'm totally kidding. Uh, just <laughs> that so you guys know, that would have surprised you. I'm not gonna edit that pause out because I literally like my jaw hit the floor. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if you did, but. Yeah. So like, but do you have like a kind of like a canned response that you normally go to? Yeah. So I say, I kind of like build it up. Then I'm like, so I have something I need to tell you. And then this guy's like, yes, I'm going to get some ass tonight. You know, I'm going to get a piece of ass. And then you're like, drop this bomb. Yeah. So they usually look at me and they're like, oh God, what? It's always the response. And I'm like, so four years, four or five years ago, I had an outbreak of herpes. It was my first and only outbreak. Um, and then I explain to them which type I have. And I say like, yo, like if that's not okay with you, totally respect it. Totally understand. Um, but I just like to tell people cause I know so many people who don't, which is true. Cause I have a lot of friends who are, who have it and they don't tell their sex partners. And I think that's so fucked. Even if you aren't having outbreaks or you've only had one outbreak, um, like myself, like I'm still going to tell people cause there's a chance I'll get it again. Mm-hmm. And you know, so do they not tell their like one night stand or like fuck no. buddy partners, but they'll tell their partners if they start dating someone. Do you know if they tell like, yeah, I mean, I know one person, he, or the guy she was seeing actually found out because he saw a text message where she was talking to somebody about it, but they had been seeing each other for like seven months. Like that would like make me so mad. Uh, that to me, that's like grounds for breaking up. Yeah. Like that would, you know. But then she got offended that he saw her text, even though he didn't go through her phone. Like they were just sitting next to each other, and he like happened to look, you know, like yeah. a little peeky peek. And she got mad at that. Like she tried to flip the script, and I'm like, yo. No. That's not how this works. No. <laughs> you lied to him for seven months. And where know. he could have got it. Like, there's a less chance of getting it when there's not an outbreak. I think it's, like, less than 2% or something. Mm-hmm. Um, But there's still that chance. Yeah. So you should probably say something. And you can get in trouble for it if you don't. Yeah, like R. Kelly, he got sued. Yeah. By one of the chicks that he was, you I know. don't think we speak his name, by the way. I don't think we say his actual name. You know, what? what's that? from uh it was harry potter like thou sh- you know, oh that- we don't speak his name <laughs> yeah, because he's but, such a scummy person yeah total piece of shit i mean i'm into piss play so <laughs> <laughs> what does that even have to do with anything because that's one of the reasons why we don't say his name because he's a shitty person and he peed on an underage girl oh yeah 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 that's yeah right. that's like kind of what he's known for yeah for peeing i mean on other girl. than being a singer <laughs> Uh, yeah, like a world-renowned artist. Right, which, yeah. Has, like, Grammys and shit, I think. Yeah, but fuck that guy. But, like, so. yeah, no, for real. I saw that documentary, Surviving R. Kelly. So fucking good, dude. Yeah, I saw it. It was terrible. I mean, like, no. it's a good documentary. Because it's shocking. The content is terrible. Yeah. Anyways, he's a scummy person. Um, So, yeah, back to STDs. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, to transition back. <laughs> yeah, so I have that, and then I also have HPV, which... 
freaks me out because I went to the doctor for just my annual pap smear. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they take a little piece of your, I don't know, they put a little thing up there, send it off to the lab. And they call me and they're like, hey, so you have HPV. Did you ever get the vaccine for it? And I was like, yeah, when I was younger. And they're like, well, that only like covers like five, six of them. And there's like 62. So you must have one of the ones that's not covered on there. So I had to go back in for a biopsy that ended up being clear because HPV can cause cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and guys are the ones going around spreading this shit. Most guys have it and are just like carriers don't show symptoms at mm-hmm. all. They never show symptoms. But the women, we can get cancer from it. Okay. So... Yeah, so now I have to go back like pretty often to get little biopsies and I feel like I'm in health class. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, uh-huh, because like I have no <laughs> fucking clue. You know what I mean? Like what is involved? Yeah. Unless something green is falling out of my dick or like shit's growing on it, like I'm that's usually for guys like that's their sign if they have something cuz most from what I'm understanding is most guys aren't symptomatic to yeah. most things unless like I said, some shit's oozing out or growing on it or whatever. Yeah, which is really just like chlamydia and gonorrhea. And those ones can actually kill you too. Like chlamydia and gonorrhea, they can like spread to your liver and kill you. Whereas like herpes, like it's just like a little skin infection. So don't fucking trip. Don't fucking fucking trip. (laughs) I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to like make you have some blisters on your dick. It's fine. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. (laughs) Didn't, uh, Didn't fucking Ben Franklin die from gonorrhea or chlamydia or something like that? Pretty sure he did. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I'm like 90% sure. Here, and why look don't at you, everything that he accomplished in the world. Why don't you tell a funny herpes joke while I Google this? A herpes joke? Yeah, like but, how I told one earlier, you know. I don't so. know any herpes jokes, but I guess I can just keep talking about having it. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. No, it's just, I don't know. I feel like it. I was a, such a slut before Like, when I was in sober living before, I think, like, since I got out of my drug addiction, I became addicted to sex. And so I was just, like, fucking everything. Literally. All these one-night stands. Yeah. You could be ugly as fuck. And I'd be like, let me just get some of that dick. So So, just in case, Ben Franklin did not die. And it was syphilis. Um, He um, did. He was famous for having it. Because I guess he was like a dirty little whore as well, and uh, but he died from something else. But oh, it's okay. like a rumor, but yeah, he, interesting. He was known for. I feel like I knew that he slept around and he cheated on his wife. I feel like that's something I learned. Yeah. Anyways, I'm making up stuff probably. Probably. Yeah. So then when I got it, it like took me a step back, and I was like, okay, now I have to actually like, Pipe I can't sleep out. around. I can't be having these one night stands because I need to tell people. And so it was like an awakening. Um, and I actually took like a year and a half off of sex because I like wanted to, you know, really process it. And it was something I was really insecure about for a minute. Yeah. I mean, how can you not be? It's something you're going to have for the rest of your life. and You have to tell everybody and you have to be OK with people totally denying you. Yeah. And it's funny because like, like I said, I have no experience, but I do know people who do have it. And, um, you know, a friend of mine who has it, I talked to him before and I remember when he first told me, I was like, oh my gosh, like that sucks. And he's like, it's really not that big of a deal. And I was like, really? He's like, you know, he's like, I'm so used to it. It's, he's like, it's the most cracked up, like herpes, that being, you know, the thing um, is the most overrated, you know, STD on the planet. He's like, it's not what people think it is. He's like, it is annoying, but like, cause you have to manage it. But you know, it's, he's like, it's not, it's not what, Everyone thinks it's the, he goes, I remember thinking it was going to be the end of the world. And that's like how I would feel. Like if I found out right now, like, like, oh, this, I, I, I'd be like, this is it. I'm done. No one's ever going to fucking talk to me again. Uh, you know, not that anybody fucking likes me to begin with. Right. You know what I mean? We'll get into that later, <laughs> you know, but you know, so I'm like, you know, I feel like I'd be like that it's the end of the world. But after talking to people, you know, who who do have it or who do have other you know stds or whatever they're like it's really not that big of a deal but maybe we're just saying that trying so we can like try and get in your pants too like it's it's fine like don't worry about it but really it's just because you want to get dick down correct so i'm like downplaying it (laughs) i'm totally kidding i'm not that shitty of a person (laughs) yeah you are (laughs) whatever 
whatever whatever but uh no i mean i think it's i think it is crazy i think you know like i said after experiencing and having friends with it um and speaking to you about it because you and i have spoken length about it just because it's something that we wanted to talk about on the podcast so um you know and also i was trying to get ticked down i'm totally kidding jesus (laughs) um but yeah the since we spoke about it um I'm definitely like way more educated on it now and I would say definitely way more open-minded than I was probably two years ago. But it's not something that you would just be okay with for like a one night stand. Like, oh, I've heard bees. Like, okay, like we'll just fuck one time. Cause it's, it is something that. Yeah. Like probably no. But if it's someone that like, I'm like, man, she's really cool and whatnot. And I like her then. Yeah. Maybe, you know, I, I don't know. I still haven't been really faced with that situation. Yeah. In a sense that, like, oh, by the way, I have this going on. You need to make a decision. And then me have to, like, look in the mirror and go, all right, well, what am I going to do? You know what I mean? Of course, there's, like, other things that you can do as far as, you know, protection and stuff like that. But but what are condoms? <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is true, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I definitely would sit, like to sit here and think that I'm a little bit more educated and a little bit more, like, because I remember at first, like, finding out like oh man that girl got syphilis or something like that or that guy got you know gonorrhea and you're like oh how fucking gross and then you like sit back and think like god a lot of my fucking friends have had it (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) like so like is it that big of a deal like is it that gross like fucking cares like why is it why is it any different than like someone getting the cold like because just because so like you get the cold from coughing on each other right you know shout out to covid but you know so (laughs) You get it from that, but like, so you just get, it's basically like getting a cold on your dick <laughs> or in your vagina. So the only, the only difference is that you have sex to get it. So like, why is it any different than having a fucking cold or bronchitis? You're like, so true. Yeah. And I never would have thought about it like that. I literally just thought of it like that on the spot right now. I've never thought about that until right now. But what is the difference? Like, you're just... Like, why is there that stigma that's like so disgusting? Yeah. Just because we had sex and you got sick. I mean, because sex is, like, just such a normal, you know, part of life. Like, we're literally built to reproduce and to fuck. So, yeah, like, especially men. I mean, like, (laughs) men are literally hardwired to fuck anything and everything. Yeah. All the time. (laughs) Correct. So, like, why is it weird? You know what I mean? Like, why? Right. You get a little, you get a little cold. You know, a little corn on that. You're a little cold, just, you know, a little sinus infection. That's that's all. <laughs> just happens to be. On I mean, your like it's kind of like green stuff that comes out of your area, so it's kind of like mucus. Wait, like, so you've had other STDs besides herpes? No, no, no. I've never had anything else. You never had other like syphilis, gonorrhea. No, I only get the ones that are with you forever. Oh yeah, we mentioned that earlier, yeah. <laughs> but like you, you still never. Never. Mm-mm. I don't think I. I'm surprised. I'm my one friend. I'm surprised he's never had anything. The fact that he's never had anything is actually scary because one, he has fucked lots of girls. He does not use protection, and some of the girls that he has spent nights with are literal dumpster fires. Of you know, they just don't fucking care at no. all. And he never, he never got one. Which is shocking, which gives me hope that, like, if he didn't get one, then I'm good. But yeah. it's not, that's not the case. You could the, just pick the one wrong person. That's all it takes. The guy that I'm seeing right now, he's never had one either, which is also very shocking. Um, that is extremely shocking. <laughs> and it's especially, so last night we were hanging out, we got a little drunk, and he was telling me the story about how he was in Vegas and he fucked a hooker for free. And I was like, he would. <laughs> I was disappointed in that. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, like, you know, it was just whatever. Like, we were drunk and, like, we hooked up. And I was kind of mad, but I was also super drunk. So I, like, you know, freaked out on something that happened before I even knew the guy. And then I was like, wait, I can't really be mad because, like, I have herpes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you didn't get anything from a hooker and yet I wonder if he I wonder if he like is gonna use that as ammunition later in like your relationship if it continues to blossom. Like at like no matter what, it's gonna like boil down to it. It's like, 
hey, did you, you know, feed the dogs today? No, I forgot. What the fuck? Why didn't you feed the dogs? Like, well, you have herpes. So like, you know what I mean? Like now it's just always an excuse. Like it's always like, no matter what, you're fucking wrong. And like, like I can't say anything. And you're just like, fuck. Like, fuck, you I, got me there. Fuck, I'm going to go feed the dogs now. <laughs> I guess, I guess those dogs need food. That, I mean, that is true. Like what if, what if it's, that's it? Like you're done. You've lo- you've lost every argument from here on out. I hope he's. I hope he listens to this. Oh, he will. I know he will. But but another thing, I was like, oh, so like, how often do you get tested? And he's like, well, I test through the people that I have sex with. Oh Jesus! Which is not surprising either. And I was like, are you kidding? Like, so you don't know if you have something? He's like, well, the last person I had sex with, she got tested right after, and she came out clean. So like, I'm clean. Which, like, in theory. That makes sense. Yeah. But I was like, but theory isn't always right. <laughs> oh, I was not happy about that either. But, you know, here I'm still there. So hey. still here. Oh, still with him. Oh, my We're God. We're just a hot mess. Both of us. Uh, oh, I know. Because you knew him before. I like f- when I met- matched him on Tinder and then I saw his Instagram, I saw that you were following him. and I was like, you uh, know him. And you're like, just like every other guy. And all you said out. was good luck. <laughs> good luck. But good luck to him too. So. That's that's my boy. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like, the more and more you tell me about your relationship here, the more I'm like, I feel bad for him. <laughs> oh my gosh! At first, I was like, oh, Sarah, you know, can you handle this? Can you handle this guy? He's he's a handful. But then now I'm like, fuck, can he handle her? Cause she is fucking tough. <laughs> So it's kind of like a toss up, but we're both so toxic that it just works out. Yeah. And we're not really, I mean, it's other like two than negatives equal a positive. I honestly think so because last night, I mean, I got fucked and that's the first time, well, in two ways. <laughs> oh. No, but I got fucked up and that was the first time I like freaked out at him, but I was also just like such a mess. And he was like so calm and other than that we just like don't really argue and we're just like okay like you know cook and we joke about our past and that's that so it just works out and then we joke about having herpes and, you know, <laughs> and then i jerk him off a little bit and then i jerk him off a little bit we go to bed yeah <laughs> fair pees, enough pees on me a little bit oh gosh that's another episode <laughs> It's another episode. Our kinks, yeah. No, no, yeah. no. Your kinks. I'm not in the. <laughs> but you're like you're into like dom stuff. Again, another another episode. episode. I'm not talking about. Pee. Yeah. So I guess like at the end of the day, herpes kind of you know made me a little insecure on top of the insecurities I already have with mm-hmm. like my body and stuff. But I now I just accept it and I see it as you know it's part of me. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that sounds kind of lame, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's you. It's part of your identity. So who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. Take and it. if you honestly, if you aren't going to accept me for it, then we just weren't meant to be. And that's how I see it. Before um, we we stop here, you know, that's going to be a good, just keep that in mind that that's going to be a good transition into essentially what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Next. Insecurity with my body and stuff. Yeah. Guys, Aware. Aware is an apparel and media company that aims to make meditation more accessible to the masses. The Aware Audio Experience podcast explores the growing role of mindfulness and meditation in modern society, and supporters can extend that awareness into their wardrobes with Aware Apparel. Aware Apparel offers a suite of sustainable bamboo clothing and other mindful accessories like aroma bracelets and essential oils. Check out their Instagram at Aware Apparel. Or their website, aware-apparel.com for more. Make sure to use our discount code IRREGULAR10 to receive 10% off of your order. Again, that would be IRREGULAR10 to receive 10% off of your order. Guys, check them out. It is awesome. And that's Aware, A-W-E-A-R, apparel. So back into like a little bit of like your identity and stuff like that, it's funny how you're very confident in a sense that like oh whatever like i have herpes but then like you're like whatever fuck it i don't give a bitch and but then in other senses you fucking in a way hate yourself okay well that's like excessive because like it sounds dramatic but is it not am i wrong i don't think like it's so much like i hate certain aspects it's more like okay i know i can be better I definitely suffer from body dysmorphia. I know you do too. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I've had since I was like 
I don't know, probably high school when, like, someone called me fat or some bullshit, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, so, like, yeah, I've had, you know, eating disorder off and on for 10 years. I used to also, like, be so obsessed with working out. i do, like, for four hours a day, like, seven days a week. And I had, like, this beautiful body. Anyway, so I know that, like, that's what I can look like. So when I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh, like, you're fucking obese and disgusting and huge. Mm-hmm. I mean... I, I can't say like, oh, yeah, I don't want to be like, yeah, because like agreeing with it because it's not true. But I agree with the sense that, you know, body dysmorphia is a real thing and a lot of people suffer from it. And, you know, including myself, because I never really had like the opportunity to like appreciate my body because I kind of went through like two puberties, you know, so like I I high school i graduated high school i was 135 pounds you know what i mean i was small i was when i got my license to drive a car i was five foot two 108 pounds yes i was a boy i was a little boy <laughs> you know what i mean it's shocking i can't even imagine exactly especially kind of how i stand today you know and you like look at it, you're like holy fuck you know um so like i you know, growing up and like being a wrestler and this, that, and the other thing, you're constantly around people who are in fucking ridiculous shape, you know, and all that stuff. And it's not that I was ever like not in shape as a kid, but I went from like this little kid, essentially like this little boy body, essentially. Mm -hmm. And going into my senior year was like my first puberty where, you know, the nads dropped a little bit, voice got a little lower, started getting a little hair, but I still had like baby muscles, you know, like baby fat, kind of a baby face. I didn't have a beard. I didn't have, you know, whatever. Um, and I was still like fairly small. I was probably only like five, six ish mm-hmm. when I graduated high school or whatever. Then that summer going into uh, college out of nowhere, like, boom, I just I hit like a second wave of puberty I shot up to about 5'10". I put on like like 45, 50 pounds, but it was like 45, 50 pounds of like manliness, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, I Not grew- like just a bigger beer gut or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I definitely wasn't. It's not like I grew a six pack overnight and like had huge biceps or whatever. Like I, I just got bigger, you know, in a sense as a person, like overall, but like- I was going into college, so I was eating like shit. I was drinking beer. I was getting fucked up every night. And, like, I feel like if I started the training, and not that I train train, but, like, the way I work out now, then I would have had a better platform to have a nicer, quote-unquote, nicer body than I do now. Even though I don't have a, I know, and that's a weird thing is I know I don't have a bad body the way I look and all that stuff. I know I don't, but I still hate it. Yeah. Like I fucking cannot stand it. And you look fucking phenomenal, but you you talk about it all the time. You're like, dude, I like gained five pounds on fucking vacation. I'm like, okay. Oh, sorry. There's an asterisk next to that five. It was actually ten, but keep going. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but it's like you look the same to me and you still like look great. So Yeah, and it, but like I look at myself and I fucking cannot stand it. But I don't know why though. Like, I have no idea why. And it's not like I hate myself, like, where it's like, you have to be concerned about me and my feelings. Like, no, I just look at myself. And it's kind of like to what you said earlier. It's like, I just know I can be better. But mm-hmm. it's like, it's hard for me to be better because I fucking have a trash diet. And that's like 90% of it. So, yeah, you know. Yeah. So my kind of story is um, when I was younger, I was consumed with sports. Uh, my family... Yeah, they just pushed me to do everything. So swimming, water polo, soccer, basketball, softball, volleyball, dance, like everything. Like my schedule was crazy. And so I got injured in high school when uh, during softball. And so I couldn't play like my senior year. And that's I was partying a lot. I still was eating as if I was playing sports, you know, which is a lot. And then I gained like 50 pounds and I came back 50 five zero yes that's a that's a lot on a female 
not to sound like sexist or anything, but 50 pounds on a female yeah. is totally different than 50 pounds on a guy. Right. And so, I mean, the only nice thing about myself is that I, when I gain weight, it kind of goes evenly throughout my body. Like I know some people it's like only in their stomach or only in their thighs. Mine goes, mine goes to my face and, um, and my stomach Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Like my face gets like almost looks swollen. Yeah. So yeah. like that's the only, you know, kind of blessing about it <laughs> that it's kind of even, but proportional. Yeah, proportional. <laughs> there we go. But I came back cuz it was actually the summer going into my senior year. Um cuz like the end of my junior year is when I got uh, yeah, I got hurt. And so I came back senior year with like 50 pounds on me and everyone was like, "Whoa, what the fuck happened?" you know? Mm-hmm. And I was super embarrassed by it, you know, and um I remember this one guy like made fun of me. I had a skirt on and I had some um, stretch marks on my legs because I, when you gain weight super fast, you get stretch marks. I have stretch marks on my, um, like my love handle and like hip area on my right side from my cancer mask. Interesting. That, I, I don't think I, did I ever show you that. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. I have it from there because I mean, the mask was the size of a fucking tennis ball. Yeah. You know, in there and it stretched out. And then once that went away, I have I have stretch marks from it to this day. And we're talking almost three years later. Yeah. So I got stretch marks and someone made fun of it and called me like a zebra or something. And then after that is when my my insecurities really took off. And I mean, I I developed an eating disorder. I lost more weight than I gained and I became really like unhealthy. What eating disorder did you suffer from? Um, primarily bulimia. So like binging and purging mm-hmm. or just purging. Um, like What's there was the difference between binging and purging. Um, so ignorant. binging is when you like stuff your face and then you purge, like throw up to yeah. get rid of it all in your stomach. Oh, okay. So, oh, so binging and purging isn't two different things. It's a, it's a combination. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So either that, or even like if I ate like, I didn't binge like I would still just like make myself throw up when I was stressed out when like I would look in the I would weigh myself multiple times a day to see if like I gained like a three ounces or something that's me now I weigh myself yeah. every day and I know it's and, and it's stupid I know it's dumb yeah I know it's fucking dumb but that unfortunately is like the wrestler still in me because during wrestling season I would weigh myself three four times a day because I have to maintain weight you know so right. it was different so like I'm used to stepping on a scale and I didn't step on a scale for a very, very long time. And then once I did step on the scale and I was like, oh, fuck, that's when I started making, you know, some changes. Yeah, but it can become like becomes an obsession, you know? Absolutely. And so, uh, yeah, I don't know, like my weight has just like fluctuated, but I've always like maintained within like usually a 10 pound range, which is like fine. But during quarantine, I gained exactly like 17 pounds which is crazy my favorite number by the way 17 yeah okay so i got you anyway um yeah i gained 17 pounds and i think it was like multiple things like when i was working i was working graveyard i wouldn't sit down for like 10 hours and i was just like you know doing active things and then i also was working out and then when quarantine hit like i well i also i moved around that time so i'd quit my job so for a month i wasn't doing that uh, we got, couldn't go to the gym or anything. Um, we couldn't even go hiking in California for a while. So I just was like laying in bed all the time and eating. And then it was just like I weighed myself one day because I was like, I look a little chubbier. And I was like, what the fuck? Right. Fuck. <laughs> so but it's weird because usually I think it's just because I'm getting older. Usually I can lose weight like in a couple weeks. But now, like, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, why am I not losing? Like, because I'm working out. I'm eating healthier. And I'm like, Working what the full f- time, you know, yeah, on your feet again. exactly. So I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So I need to figure that out because that's, like, really. I mean, I've lost five pounds. But, like, that I have at least 12 pounds I want to lose. So it's like, why? Now it's, like, just yeah, kind of it being. Do- it doesn't get any easier the older you get. And no. Stuff. I mean, I'm the same way. I. I was the same way. I'll never forget. I went through two like major cut phases as well too. Um, again, because of the scale and that number, um, which I'll talk about in a second about about that. Um, but I remember because again, let's keep in mind, I wrestled one thirty five in high school, one hundred and thirty five pounds, and I remember 
throughout college and whatnot, you know, my weight going up, I knew I was still, I knew I was getting bigger, like as a person, you know, like I said, height and just overall, you know, manliness and, you know, you know, man weight. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I watched the scale kind of go up, up, up and up. And I remember telling myself, I said, when I hit 200, I'm, I'm going on a diet. I'm, I'm, I don't care. I'm fucking, I'm, I'll go back on my wrestling diet to, you know, cut weight, this and the other thing. And then I remember I was like, all right. And it went to like 203 and I was like 205 and I was like, all right, 210. Like, that's it. Like I'm fucking, you know, and I remember stepping on the scale one time I was 209.8 and I was like, fuck close enough. And I cut and I cut for, a re- I actually wound up doing an open wrestling tournament um, and I cut down to um, the weight class was 177. Mm. So I cut from 210 to 177. But I felt like real. I, I wrestled well. Don't get me wrong. I think I took. I think I took third the tournament. But you know, I um, I wrestled well at the tournament. But um, I still felt like kind of weak. I didn't feel like you know myself. Essentially, I probably didn't cut properly at all. Um, You're probably still drinking. Uh, no, I oh. cut out drinking. Okay. Yeah, I cut out drinking. If I did drink, it was like liquor. So, you know, to keep the, you know, calories down and all that other yeah. shit. But um, but I remember making that cut. And then I made another cut afterwards. What um, uh, Put the weight back on, obviously. Then when I got sick, I skyrocketed. Skyrocketed. And it was the heaviest I ever weighed. I weighed in at 235 pounds. 100 pounds over what I wrestled at in high school. And um, that was like a fucking wake-up call. That was, I remember stepping on the scale down in Florida when I first moved to Florida. It was 235. And I just was like, I have never hated myself more at any given point in my life until right then. And then I shredded down and I got, I lost probably like 20 pounds, got down to like 210. And then recently during quarantine, I actually lost 22 pounds. So I, you know, I was floating under 200 for the first time since 2014 or 15 or something like that. And I was doing great. And then went on vacation, fucked it all up. Now it's like back, back to the grind, but back to that, the scale thing. Like I, I wanted to, to mention is, I'm starting to slowly understand that the number on the scale doesn't matter. Right. And, you know, because I, although I don't like how I look and I know I can look better, um, I talk to people, you, you know, the girl I'm seeing now, everybody's like, dude, you're fine. You know what I mean? Like, what, like, who gives a shit, you know, and whatnot. I'm like, yeah, but that scale, that scale. And it's like, who fucking cares? So, like, I'm starting to just try and drill into my head that if I step on that scale and it says 400, I don't give a shit as long as I look in the mirror and feel that I like what I see. Right. You know? And as long as I feel healthy and I am healthy, that's the most important thing. And staying active and... Yeah. I mean, I work out all the fucking time. Right. You know? So, it's not even that. It's just, like, I don't... And it, and here's the thing. The other thing too is don't get this twisted. I'm not condoning obesity as well because no. I think it's horrible. It's if I'm not mistaken, it is the leading cause of death in the United States. Yeah. Um. So I'm not condoning it and saying like, oh, well, be happy with the fact that you're obese or that you're overweight. No, be happy with yourself. Okay, but be healthy. Like you can be overweight but still be healthy in a weird way. Like you know what I mean. Like. Like, some people have, like, thyroid issues and stuff, which causes them to gain weight that they can't lose. But they're still working out and stuff, so. Absolutely. Yeah, so I that I will always, like, you know, condone and say, you know, listen, you. I hated when I would be at the gym and there would be, like, an overly obese person there. Like, someone who is just massive. And I would see, like, some other people, like, kind of, like, looking and, like, you can tell what they're thinking or what they're saying to their buddy as they're working out. And that shit pisses me off because mm-hmm. it's like, all right, you're lucky you got good genes, man. You know what I mean? Like, so, or a girl or whatever. Like, so that's great. This person might not have those genes or they may have had an issue. They may have, like, I know people who have gotten the same thing, like an injury and gotten a really bad car accident. And then before you know it, all, all that time off, they, 
gained all this weight and all or that like stuff. Or like deep depression too. Deep depression, all that stuff. So like you don't know what they went through. And on top of that, they're fucking here, aren't they? They recognize Correct. that there's a problem and they're doing something about it. What would you do in that situation? You, you, you asshole. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. are you as tough as they are? Because they look, they were able to look at themselves in the mirror and go, I have a problem. This is a problem. I need to fix it. And they're here fixing it. And you're fucking going to sit there and laugh at them. Fuck you. You're a piece of shit. I don't ever want to, you're not people I want to associate with, you mm-hmm. know? So again, I'm not condoning obesity, but I am condoning with the fact that you need to love yourself first. And that's very hard. It's very hard to, mm-hmm. to love yourself as far as body image goes. Yeah. For myself, I feel like when I'm by myself, like single, whatever, like I'm so happy with myself. I'm like, okay, like I'm the shit, like I'm hot stuff, like whatever. Look at that ass. Oh, but when I start dating someone, it's like all my insecurities come up. And it's like they're, they'll like keep telling me, they're like, dude, like you're so hot. You're so pretty. And like I don't necessarily bring up my insecurities people because I'm like I need to keep that to myself. So they still see me as like thinking I'm, you know, whatever. But it doesn't matter how much they tell me. It's like these insecurities come up even like, okay, well, your ex was like this big or like you're, you know, and I'll like compare myself. When it's, like, none of that matters. Like, they're there with me. So I don't know why, though. Like, when I'm by myself and, like, single, I'm able to be so happy. Yeah, you would almost think it's opposite because it's, like, all right, I landed this guy who I really like. So, like, obviously I'm a bad bitch. You know what I mean? But instead it's, like, no, I don't have anybody. I'm a bad bitch. You're, like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. I think it's because, like, when I don't have anybody, like, I'm out on the prowl, like, and, like, so many dudes hit on... This is, sounds so fucking conceited. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Or, like, I'll have dating apps or, like, I'll be out and, like, people will, like, hit on me and whatnot. So I'm like, yeah, for sure. But if I'm in a relationship, it's like I'm going out with him. Or, like, so, like, guys are like, oh, okay, she's off limits. Like, whatever. Or, like, I'll go out with my friends. But, like, I have that vibe, like, it'll don't talk to me. So it's just, like, then my, you know... Do you think it's because, like, maybe that you now have someone who always has a set of eyes on you? Like, even though it's just one person, like, if you really think about it, you know, yeah, when you're single, you have all these different eyes on you, but they're 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 more like glances. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. guys are just kind of like glancing, like, oh, yeah, whatever. Not in the literal sense, like, just looking and then looking away, but, like since they're you're single they're not around for long periods of time you know what i mean where they can really see my flaws correct yeah but now when you're with with someone who is there they're not just glancing at they're actually looking at you figuratively looking at you you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and literally and literally looking at you as well do you think that that's probably like what kind of triggers your insecurities about yourself when you're with someone 100 percent, because i think that I mean, the more you stare at someone, the more you do, like, kind of see their flaws or whatever. I mean, yeah. You can look at the same painting over and over and over again, and you're going to find something new in that painting that you didn't notice before. So I'm like, oh, like, now, like, he probably sees, like, my little cellulite or, like, oh, he probably, you know, sees that I have, like, some bags under my eyes or, like, when I'm breaking out, whatever. But, like, he stares at me like I'm the, like, I'm a goddess from, I don't even know. And yet so it still I've been is like told that before too. Like when I look at a girl, they're like, dude, you were looking at my soul right now. And I was like, I just like looking at you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, he like stares at me all the fucking time. So I'm like, what are you looking at? Like when he's like, I just like looking at you. And your bitch ass attitude is probably <laughs> says exactly that. He's probably just like looking at you in awe. Like, wow, I have this great girl. I'm so happy and blah, blah. And your bitch ass is probably like, the fuck are you looking at? You know, he's just like, dude, oh my God. Like, he's I'm like, just- I can't just look at you. And I'm like, Bro, like, stop. Like, it's fucking weird. Like, you fuck. And I call him a creep. I'm like, you're a fucking creeper. <laughs> this poor guy. <laughs> but it is, it's true. Like, he, like, I'm, fuck, I sound like such an ass. But, like, he'll be, like, worshiping the ground that I walk on. And I'm still just, like, I don't understand. When usually when I'm single, I'm like, dude, I'm the shit. Fuck all y'all. Like, yeah. mm, too good. But, like, I don't know. What do you think is, like, the solution to body dysmorphia because i feel like you know even if i got to where i wish i was 
I feel like I'd still feel the same way. Oh, like the too. one of the guys I work out with at, at the gym, he's a personal trainer. Dude looks like he fucking is chiseled out of the side of a mountain. Dude is ripped. He hates himself more than I hate myself. He or sorry, he hates the way he looks as much as the way I hate my I, I look how I look. I feel like until we find or like love ourselves internally and like really get to know ourselves and enjoy who we are, we're always going to be nitpicking and unhappy with how we look because we're going off of like, okay, I have to look a certain way to be happy rather than, okay, I have to be okay with my heart and my soul and like my passions to just like rely on being happy. Yeah. And it's, I mean, also too, at the end of the day, we are our own worst enemy. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter if you have body dysmorphia or not or whatever. Like, I... I like to think of myself as I am my biggest critic because I want to be better as a person and whatnot. So there's a level of, of that that's never going to go away of like never being satisfied and whatnot. But to what you're saying is, is you think that we need to accept say like 99% of ourselves and leave 1% of just being a critic to make yourself better as opposed to like me being like, nah, I'm a piece of shit. You know what I mean? That's why I talked about, I think last week I was like, every morning I wake up and I say three things that I love about myself and three things that I'm grateful for. But if I don't say it to myself, then who else is going to believe it? You know, like I feel like I need to believe that I am the greatest thing to walk this earth in order for other people. You need to be your biggest critic, but at the same time, you need to be your biggest fan as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So -hmm. like, what if you change that to... These are three things that I'm grateful for. These are three things that I'm excited about. What was it? I love about myself. Okay. So three things I love about myself and three things I'm grateful for. And here's three things that I want to work on. Yeah. That's good. Try it. That's really good. I never even, I literally just thought of that on the spot as well too. Maybe I should start doing that. Yeah. It honestly, like there's some days where I'm just like, fuck, I don't want to do it. Do you repeat things? Like, are you allowed to, like, oh, do yeah. you allow yourself to, Because it like- just depends on what you feel that day. I mean, like, I, sometimes, like, I'll be driving to work, and I'm like, dude, like, it's so beautiful. I'm just so grateful for, like, the trees or whatever. And I say that, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. Because it's just something that I am super grateful for. And so, or, like, my family, you know, I'm grateful for them all the time. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm blessed. So, I'm going to say that all the time. I just feel like some people would fall into the trap where they wake up, they're like, uh, I'm really grateful for my friends. I'm really grateful for my family. And I'm really grateful that I have a good job. Okay, ready to go through my day. And you're but like, there's so many other things. Like, I'm grateful for the smell of fucking candles. I'm grateful for, you know, just like stupid shit. You know, yeah. I'm grateful for mac and, bacon, mac and cheese. Oh, gosh. So, you know, like, there's so many things. It doesn't just have to be, like, generic ass, like, I'm grateful for my dogs. I'm grateful for whatever. Like, you can have detailed things that you're grateful for. And, like, it just yeah. makes you see the world so much different. Let's let's try and do that. H- how about this? Next, since I'll be gone um, next week and, the fo- and into the following, um, the we won't be recording anything. Mm-hmm. So let's try our new, like, what, what do we want to call it? Like a three by three by three tactic, you know, three yeah. things we love, three things we're grateful for and three things that we want to improve on. And like, maybe we write them down and then talk about them next, next time we sit down and record. Yeah. That sounds dope. We're going to have to write that down. So we remember to do it. And I also encourage all of you and challenge you to do it with us. Yeah, that would be fun. Let's see if we can, I wonder if there's a way that we can set this up um effectively to have people maybe like message us or something yeah. like that just message us random stuff that you're grateful for yeah you love about yourself. or i wonder if there's something we can start on like the facebook page and have someone maybe we can make it like a poll like we maybe we do two polls a day or something like that where you know hey today post one thing that you're grateful for and then the next day post one thing yeah we'll figure something out i yeah, think we'll, we'll. we'll make it fun yeah All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in to another episode. Again, we'll be back in a few weeks. And remember to follow us on Instagram, Irregular Podcast. My own Instagram is at SarahJV, S-A-R-A-H-J-A-I-B-E-E. And also join our Facebook group. 
um, irregular. And what about your Instagram handle? Oh, yeah. We got E-Y-O-O-O underscore B-O-B, Yo Bob. And uh, also like, subscribe, download um, the podcast here. It helps us guys. It helps keeps us relevant um, and helps us keep this thing going. And hopefully you guys are having a lot of fun by now. Um, I think you kind of got a gist of what we're really going to do. Uh, Sarah and I are going to sit down in the near future and we're going to go over um, some future guests that we're going to want to have on the show. And uh, I think you guys, I know a couple in particular are going to be very, very excited um, to get on here and just have some conversations about random shit, random shit, just <laughs> fucking life. You know, I just know fucking around one individual we're going to have to have probably three hours with because right. he's going to go multiple off. episodes. <laughs> he's going to go off. So um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, again, follow us on our page, like, subscribe, download all the good stuff. You know the rules. And DM us if you have things you want us to talk about. Absolutely. We're always open DMs um, and uh, suggestions. Yeah. All right. Love y'all. Love you guys. See ya.